and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Friday, April 7th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Gina Leahy, a real estate and finance attorney from Philadelphia. In today's episode, we have the IRS allocating $47 billion to improve compliance, NYU students on law review want to get paid, Clarence Thomas is a jet setter, and M&A deals are way down. Let's put our minds to it because then anything is possible, even reading today's legal news. The IRS plans to use more than half of its $80 billion in new funding to increase enforcement efforts on large corporations and wealthy individuals who are not paying their fair share of taxes. The agency will devote $47.4 billion to auditing taxpayers with complex tax filings and high-dollar noncompliance, including large corporations and complex partnerships. The agency has seen a decline in its staff of auditors working on large, complex cases, which has reduced its ability to maintain sufficient audit coverage. However, the new funding will enable the agency to hire more accountants, attorneys, data scientists, and specialists, and boost the size of its enforcement workforce by more than 7,200 by fiscal year 2024. The IRS will also increase its scrutiny of digital asset transactions, listed transactions, and certain international issues that it has not had the resources to fully examine in the past. The stepped-up audits will not affect those earning less than $400,000 a year, as promised by the Biden administration. The increased enforcement efforts are not only important in their own right, but they will also increase people's willingness to pay the taxes they owe and maintain their trust in the fairness of the tax system. Students at New York University School of Law are demanding pay or academic credit for working on law journals. Currently, students who work on law reviews, which are considered a stepping stone to elite legal circles, do so without pay or academic credit. The students argue that the lack of compensation limits access to law review membership, as only those who can afford to work for free are able to participate. The students also contend that the reflected prestige of Law Journal benefits the university, and that the cost of paying students is reasonable given the high tuition fees at NYU Law. The administrators have met with students to discuss the issue, but no decisions have been made. While NYU does offer academic credit to third-year students for checking citations, it does not compensate students for their journal work. Law firms value law review experience as a training ground and as a way for budding lawyers to distinguish themselves from their peers. And students at NYU hope that paying law students for journal work will become a precedent at other law schools. Senate Judiciary Chairman Dick Durbin has announced that his committee will take action following a ProPublica report that revealed that Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has accepted luxury trips from a Dallas-based GOP donor. The report detailed gifts of trips on private yachts and jets and luxury accommodations over two decades, which Thomas never reported. This appears to violate a Watergate-era law requiring justices and other federal officials to disclose most gifts they received. The nine justices of the Supreme Court are the only federal judges who aren't formally bound by a code of conduct. Durbin called the report a call to action and said it shows that the high court needs a statutory code of conduct. Another Democratic senator, Chris Murphy of Connecticut, said the report will give fresh momentum to his longstanding drive for legislation that would require the Judicial Conference of the United States to create a code of ethical conduct for the Supreme Court. 
More specifically, the ProPublica report outlines how Clarence Thomas has taken luxury trips every year for over two decades with Dallas businessman and Republican mega donor Harlan Crow without disclosing them. If he had chartered the plane and yacht himself, the total cost of the trip would have exceeded $500,000. Thomas is a public servant with a salary of $285,000. He has vacationed on Crow's super yacht, flown on Crow's Bombardier Global 5000 jet, and spent about a week every summer at Crow's private resort in the Adirondacks. The extent and frequency of Crow's apparent gifts to Thomas have no known precedent in the modern history of the United States Supreme Court. Through his largesse, Crow has gained a unique form of access, spending days in private with one of the most powerful people in the country. ProPublica uncovered the details of Thomas's travel by drawing from flight records, internal documents distributed to Crow's employees, and interviews with dozens of people. And finally, global mergers and acquisitions activity has declined to its lowest level in over a decade in the first quarter of 2023. With the total value of global announced M&A deals reaching $580 billion, down 44% from the same period last year, according to data from Refinitiv. The decrease in activity is due to rising interest rates, high inflation, and recession fears, leading companies to be cautious in dealmaking. Leading law firms have been impacted by this decline, with fewer deals being advised on and a smaller combined value of deals. Thanks so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all of the topics touched on today are in our show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Gina and my co-host Andrew is at Andrew. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here on Monday. And until then, remember, the goal is maximum confidence and minimum competence.